This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. episode that sounds weird huh it does sound weird but oh well yeah we'll anyway work with it. <laughs> <laughs> on this episode we're gonna we're gonna discuss uh two i don't know how do you would call them paranormal uh, no not really no native american folklore yeah two first nations folklore whatever you want to call it first people's yeah. cultural yeah. uh demon creature things monster things yeah sure something Works like that perfect not real sure if this is going to be a like a regular format where we're going to kind of pick a topic and go separate ways or if it's just something we're going to do once in a while and then uh, kind of tag team the rest of it. But for this one, we, we kind of each pick something. We decided, hey, let's do some like Native American folklore stuff. Pick something. We'll, we'll go from there, you know. And So what did you end up picking? I picked uh, Skinwalker. Nice. And uh, I'm, I'm going with the Wendigo. The... Uh, the Wendigo. Dude, it's like this. It's like the super villain of paranormal stuff. Some of the powers it has. It's yeah. It's Spider-Man couldn't stop him. <laughs> Wolverine tried, failed, big yeah. time. What do you mean Wolverine tried? Yeah, dude, yeah. They there was an actual uh, there was actually an X-Men character. It was a villain of the Wendigo, which makes sense because Wolverine's Canadian. So that's kind of where most of the Wendigo stuff comes from. What? Yeah, dude, Wolverine's Canadian. Okay, first off, that he's not. He is. No, he's not. Uh, we will Google it right now, because he's Canadian. Listen, he fought in the Civil War. Doesn't matter. He's not Canadian. He's Canadian. No, he's not. Do I need to get the producer on the line? Because he can tell you. Listen, I'm just telling you right now. Okay, hold on. Uh, search. Was Wolverine Canadian? can't spell canadian holy cow we live this close to him and i can't spell it canadia <laughs> was wolverine canada <laughs> why well, yes he was canada then yeah. became russia oh hey wolverine born james 
Howlett, commonly known as Logan and sometimes as Weapon X, is a fictional character appearing in the American comic book published by Marvel Comics, mostly associated with the X-Men. He is a mutant who possessed animal, animal keen senses. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. But yes, he was one of Canada's first superheroes. Suck it. That's directly from one of the best sources on the internet for information and truth, Wikipedia. So there. Cobra! You're mixing shit up now. You're Sorry, I just had to say that. You okay? I don't know, man. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, well, okay, he's fine, right, whatever. That's right. Blah, blah, blah. So, let's get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's start off with do, your your badass. Do we want to bounce back and forth? Because I've got like six pages of notes. Okay, we can bounce back and, okay. back and forth. Kind of compare and contrast. Okay. So we'll start off with some descriptions, huh? So for the Wendigo, there is uh, there's quite a few different descriptions. Uh, let me pull it up in my notes. Right here. Real, Wait, hold <clears> on. Let me tell you mine. Ready? Skinwalker. Yeah, Average height person. Man, Go for yours. That's where it gets tricky. Because the Wendigo is described differently, like either a ghost or an ice giant, or one of the more common ones is it just looks like a tall person, but with like deer antlers, and they grow exponentially depending on... Wait a minute, he's an ice giant, their... so is he from... No, he's not a Jotun. No? <laughs> <laughs> but they it, it supposedly grows exponentially depending on its meal, so... Say it ate like a person that was like five foot tall. Uh huh. It would grow another five feet. So that's why they can get huge. Also, why I picked it as one of my favorites because Native American folklore is full of crazy cool stuff, and this is probably the coolest for me. I think. Mm. Mm. Okay. So how do you uh, how do you become a skinwalker? Let's go with yours first. Well, listen. Bounce it back. It's not too hard, Mister. Almost any old person could become a skinwalker. I mean... You have to have some kind of training or something, don't you? Mm, sort of, yeah. You, you have to be... Pretty much take a couple steps to be one. And what are those? First off, you have to be start off as basically a practitioner of witchcraft. So you gotta be... I'm gonna guess you're gonna have to be... A, um medicine man or medicine yeah woman medicine or man woman and then you kind of go from there then you, then then you have to commit a you know one of the fatal four that's all or five or six <laughs> fatal four <laughs> something, something something like that but the intercontinental championship or something <laughs> yeah it's a fatal four way <laughs> no um uh, so basically, it's 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 five things. You, have to, you know, there's only really only five. One things. of five things you have to do. Yeah, you have to. It's basically yeah, you're a witch doctor, then you become or not witch doctor, medicine person, and then you take it further and you practice more witchcrafty type of stuff. witchy stuff. Yeah, so you take it a step further. Not like flying on a broom witchcraft stuff either. I mean, then then you have to commit one of these five different little things and mostly men are skinwalkers well what are the five things well i was gonna get to that oh we'll get to it (laughs) first is you have to become well no no actually i I was wrong let me back up 
scratch that. I re I, I was incorrect. So becoming, uh, so you have to be basically be the 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 witch, not the witch. Uh, damn it, I keep saying that. I mean, you have to be the shaman, I guess. Which I don't understand because isn't basically a shaman just nothing more than a witch doctor? Yeah, same thing. I just think most of the time when people I mean, hear, it's a medicine person. Yeah, but what, most of the time when people hear witch doctor, they automatically think like voodoo, somebody shaking snakes at the sky or something. But maybe, it's the same difference. Um, sort of, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, um, so you have to become one, basically a witch doctor. So you're turning from the the from you know the dark side to you know the light side to the dark side. Yeah. So you go from like being the guy that's making potions and stuff to help people feel better to you know. Going, you're fucking going shrinking dark. heads and yeah. shit. So that's one, the first step. Then, or you kill a blood relation, just kill him. <laughs> Is there any like you have to do any kind of no, ritualistic thing? Just or just, just kill smoke them. them? Just smoke them. Okay, that works. Not really smoke them. I'm talking when we say smoke them. I mean, you know. Well, you mean you you could smoke somebody with a rock or a stick or something too. Sure. <laughs> uh, the next one is uh, incest. Ooh. Now we get sexy. Listen, listen. And I really hate the fact that he made eye contact with me across the table when he said incest. It's gross. Brother, Ugh. you look hot. Cousin. Mom, dad, funkle. <laughs> That's a father uh, uncle. Then there's the next one, which is kind of gets a little more weirder. You, or you can practice or do necrophilia oh, even better cold packing wait what happens if you practice necrophilia on a relative is it like double skinwalker or, or does it just make you some kind of a freak well hold on let me let's 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 continue on okay just before we come back to that cool <laughs> so and then there's or you just do other culturally taboo or evil acts so i mean i don't know like what it would have been for them i mean yeah that's because we have no idea saying we're not part of that culture, so. Yeah, I mean, culturally taboo. I mean, so is that like crossing sticks, crossing the, the ley lines? I mean, you know, going into a, a an area where you're not supposed to go into and They're... and fiddling around, digging up. I mean, uh, uh, was it? Giving a neighbor. Giving up. Giving up, digging up graves, you know. Or... Giving a neighboring tribe those suspicious blankets those white folks gave you. Something like that. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't really. I wouldn't really. I mean, but as you said, do you become more of a badass if you perform more than one of those tasks? I don't know. I don't either. I mean, but that's kind of interesting. Because I mean, I don't think I'm gonna kill and fuck one of my relatives just to find out either. Yeah, but if you become a witch doctor, but here's the problem: I you bang your relative, excuse me, then, or you kill them, bang them. Yeah, and well, yeah. So that's like four right there. Boom, because they're your relative. Your sorry, your rich doctor. You bet. Then you, then you bang your relative, and they're are your relative. After there, you've killed them. That's four. Yeah, that's that's a lot of not nice things. That's four. So you're like super duper. You're like super Wendigo. You're like yeah, super, super skinwalker. What am I doing? Yeah, Jesus, I know. getting a step ahead of myself. Yeah, you're you're like. Above average, weird. Huh. Huh. Says window something's burning because we had the window open. Yeah, we got a window open. I'm like, what's up? Um, 
but they can perform more than one. I mean, that's what this says. But like I said, so what does that make you? You know, quadruple, double, triple. Well, for the Wendigo, there's only one way to do it. Wait a minute, you just said cannibalism, and then something cannibalism. Else. That's it. It doesn't matter what kind of cannibalism. Like if you're some kind of a, you know, if you're you're getting a little freaky and you're like, hmm, I'm gonna eat this dude, see what it tastes like. Or if you know you're in a rough, you know, having a rough patch and you know you got no supplies or something, and one of your buddies dies, and you're just like, well, I mean, you could starve to death, but I mean, Bill's gonna go to waste, so kick that fire on, let's go, you know. But any any kind of cannibalism will cause it. Um, and it's weird. I was from what I found, they can't decide whether it is you're being possessed because you did cannibal you committed cannibalism or if you're being possessed before you do it so six of one half a dozen of the other you know yeah. it's kind of it's kind of strange it is really weird see what, what what's even stranger is the fact that the skinwalker really i mean honestly i i don't even know how they can call him a skinwalker just because well to identify one, they're usually wrapped up, as they say, they're wrapped up in, and they wear animal skins. I, I actually did see pelts, something about that. And and they're and they're usually hairy. Well, okay, well, fine. It's all right. I guess most natives. So I've been told. I don't know how true it is. I'm not gonna, you know, go off on that. But most natives aren't hairy. I guess. They don't get like the genetic markers for body hair and stuff like that. As yeah, other but but I mean, a lot. I mean. Back in the day, they got long, know, awesome hair. Though a lot of them, a lot of them wore skin pelts. I mean, stuff like that. So it's that doesn't really make too too much sense to me. But I think part of the whole skinwalker thing is is they where that term comes from is because it's someone that would walk like an animal wearing the pelt. Yeah, you know, kind of like if you ever I I know you saw Dances with the Wolves. The dude yeah. in the uh, in the wolf skin that sneaks up on the uh, the buffalo and stuff. Yeah, but that's how they hunted. Though. I know, but it's something kind of along those same lines, I think. But I'm no expert. So, what kind of stuff, like abilities and crap like that, does the uh, does the skinwalker have? What can they do? What makes them special? You know, what? I'm gonna tell you what they do. I'm gonna tell you what they did. Yep, <laughs> these suckers. Well, they they, according to this, they say that they can walk in the night. I don't know. They they they're night owls. Nocturnal. There's night owls. What do you mean? I can walk at night too. Uh, uh, but then they also say they can shape shift into other animals. That's or, where it's interesting. Or or no no no. This is where it's interesting. Or other people. Okay, I knew they could do the animal thing. I didn't know other people. Yeah. That's weird as hell. No, but here's my thing is this goes harkens back to the old dances of wolf things where they you know, they put the pelt over the head and they kind of, you know, tatanka, you know, going to get them. Did they just mistake somebody that was a shaman doing this? Saying, oh, well, you know, he must have, you know, went to, I mean, because they were, they practiced, they went beyond their normal you know, scheme of being the medicine man. medicine person up for the tribe and started like doing a little extra just to, you know, 
I don't know, just to practice, just to do something different. I mean, maybe what they were doing really wasn't isn't all that bad. Yeah, I I always got the fact that there was some kind of evil aspect to it, though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, it has to be because you never you never hear like, oh, you know, skin you know skinwalkers, they're cool. They you know they're all right, guys. You, know, you always hear like, no, they're stealing babies and killing women and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess that kind of gets to the point of what they call flesh gates, is because Ugh. yeah, because they can, they can transform. That's what basically what a flesh gate is. is someone that can transform. Okay, so when you say gate, you don't mean like you know, like a no, like an outside gate no. or something like gate like walk. No, 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 flesh gate. Which you know makes sense. You know, flesh gate, skin walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, both men and women can be can be a skinwalker, but mostly just men are. But yeah, I mean, that's it, pretty much you know. It, 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 but they they're also another power. If they look in your eyes, take control of you. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, mind control. Mind control. Okay. Basically, so, I think that's what it is. Going back with the Wendigo, this thing. If it was a super villain, like I mean, it already was. But going off of like the research I was doing, this thing would be damn near unstoppable. It's got wait. Hey, how how tall is? How, did we tell, say how tall they are? They they vary, because it depends on what lore you're looking into. If you're looking into the the ice giants, they can be massive, like 30, 50 feet tall, whatever. The more common one is they're, you know, seven to nine feet tall, but they can also grow as they eat. But getting into some of the abilities for it, it's. Uh, it's pretty much just like a, the like a supreme hunting machine. Its never-ending hunger gives it the drive to stalk its prey silently and relentlessly until it's achieved its goal of killing and eating it. They're supernaturally strong and fast with superhuman reflexes. They also, this is the creepiest part for me because you hear a lot of a lot of stuff like this with like Bigfoot sightings. They have the ability to mimic people's voices to lure potential prey away from the group and kill and kill them to feed on them the most common sound they use is the sound of a crying baby which i don't know if you've ever heard that in the woods but that would just be the creepiest thing in the world no i've never heard a crying baby in the woods because i know with um like mountain lions when they you know they yowl or whatever it sounds like a like a screaming woman so i mean yeah, okay, I've heard that, yeah. That that might be something where it's getting confused, but I mean, a crying baby would creep me right the hell out in the woods. You know, you're just, you know, camping, cooking marshmallows, and you hear a little kid crying. Because, I mean, what's what, what's your first reaction if you hear a kid crying? Go to it. Exactly. You know, and then it just, you know, pops up and snatches your ass off the face of the earth, and you're gone. <laughs> you know? Um, they can also, here's another one for you. You have mind control. How about weather control? They can manipulate the weather to make hiding and hunting easier for them and terrifying and awful for the poor souls in the forest who are just trying to do their thing. And I've got a bunch of stories. I know Kevin didn't do much with like encounters and stories like that, but I've got a feeling somewhere down the line, if he's cool with it, I would love to do a Skinwalker Ranch episode. Not just with the skinwalkers but they got like aliens and fucking interdimensional travel and stuff i got all kinds of crazy stuff yeah but uh the first thing i wanted to cover was wendigo psychosis um 
And the clip that I have here that I'm going to read for you is from uh, medicaldictionary.com. Wendigo psychosis is a, quote, culture-bound disorder, which I'm not real sure what that means. I think it's something where it's, uh, I honestly, I think what they're trying to say is it's it's supposed to be just to, you know, kind of contain to one culture, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Anyway, it's a culture-bound disorder of the Algonquin tribes of North America, which involve an intense craving for human flesh, even when other food sources are available, and the fear that one will become a cannibal. So it's like, if you're afraid that you're going to become a cannibal, so you should eat somebody. It's kind of what it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. I do have a couple of historical cases. Um, you want to take one of them? Go what? You want to take one of the one of the historical cases for me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll talk to him about it. Do, uh, do Swift Runner. Swift Runner? Yeah. Okay. So this is a case, a case of Swift Runner. Swift Runner was a Cree man who lived in central Alberta. He led a seemingly normal life. He worked as a trader for the Hudson Bay Company. Which, by the way, just a spoiler alert, the Hudson Bay Company is going to come up again in the next one. They were pretty big back then. They were a, a trading company, like trading furs and supplies and stuff like that for people. You know. hmm. Kind of interesting. Um, so, and he was also sometimes a guide for the Northwest Mounted Police in 1875. He was married, had five children. And during the winter of 1878-79, the Cree people in the area went through a very hard uh, winter. And food, food and supplies were hard to come by just because of the st- winter storms. His family was the same way. Uh, they ran out of food, and his oldest son passed away due to illness. So I wonder if they got some kind of flu or something like yeah, that. Yeah, flu or, you know, or some, maybe like dysentery or something yeah, like something that. Something strange. And seeing no other option, he decided that his son looked tasty. So the family just ate him. Well, they, had, they had no food. and Yeah. It seemed like the only option kind of. I mean, he can't bury a body when the ground's frozen. True. Um, the rest of the winter, he killed and ate the rest of his family. The uh, truly sad part of the story is that there were, was an outpost less than 20 miles from his house, from his home, sorry, well, house, home, whatever, and that and that had plenty of food and other supplies. Um, I think we had a conversation about that part. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, with the, the guards said, well, why don't you just go get the food? Well, think about it. It's, it's a long ways to go. It's a long ways to go. Especially back then when you don't have a car. Yeah. You're going, you have to. First, you gotta possibly get your horse out of whatever. Get your sleigh out if you have a sleigh or some kind of wagon. And more than likely, you're tr- probably gonna have some kind of sleigh because, or you're just traveling straight on horseback. Oh, with, you're, yeah, you know, saddlebags and stuff. Yeah, you know that's a long, that's a long way. Twenty miles. It's gonna it's gonna take you, you know, a couple hours. Yeah, it, you're looking probably a full day, if not longer, considering the snow and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it'd be it'd be hairy. <laughs> so, and so then that spring he showed up in the town telling stories of how his entire family in uh, had starved to death during the winter. 
by himself, he looked fit and fiddle and you know was well fed. The same group amount of police that he was part of investigated his property and found the remains of his family. He was hung at Fort Saskatchewan on December 20th, 1879 for the gruesome crime of killing his family. But he also said that, really? That a, that a Wendigo <laughs> possessed him? Yeah. And made him slaughter and eat his family. Yeah. Way to pass the buck, buddy. Yeah, right? <laughs> Way Not, to pass the no, buck. weren't me. It was, uh, you know, ghost made me do it. The, the, go, the ghost yeah, that, made me. So here's the thing. Was that uh, was that a guy that had cabin fever? You know, cooped up for that long with your family and you got no food. I, I you got to, you know. I, I would say so, yeah. start whacking them and eating them. Yeah. That, that, or uh, is it a guy that was just sick of dealing with his family and was also hungry? <laughs> you know, I, I think it was a case of cabin fever. Cabin where, fever, I think, would be a pretty good explanation for at least half of it. Yeah, I think he was like, okay, you know, I, I can survive, all right. So I mean, they might die off one at a time, but I'm going to survive, right? And I mean, mo- I'm guessing if you're listening to a podcast about like paranormal stuff like that, you've probably seen The Shining at least once. So I mean. Did he have a you know all work and no play makes you know all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy moment or yeah like honestly I think that's that's a real possibility for what it was you know um, you know take the next one I'll take the I'll take the, the final one the one that I have the I have a pretty strong opinion one way or the other against oh but, yeah uh... that's a bad one that one kind of made me angry oh it. yeah well yeah. <laughs> So, this guy's the cooler one. Jack Wendigo. Nope. I'm oh, sorry. Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jack I, Wendigo, I, Fiddler Hunter. Yeah. Fiddler Hunter. <laughs> Jack Fiddler. How about let's try that again? Take two. The only time Wendigo should, Hunter. The only time you should be a Fiddler Hunter is if you're hunting kid Fiddlers and, you know. That's true. Good hunting to you. But he's got, I mean, this dude's got like, it's, it's, it's a serious business card. I'm going to tell you right? that. Right? I want a business card that just says, you know, Wendigo Hunter under it. God damn, that'd be awesome. I know. So I guess he can lay claim to be the most well-known Wendigo hunter. He was a Cree shaman. I mean, I can't think of any like other his ones. his father before him. He could conjure animals and to protect his people. More importantly, he could track and kill the Wendigo. Yeah, so I, like, first of all. That's crazy. Yeah, if. I just want to know first how he could do that. That's the weird part because. He's a 14-time, 14-time champion. Dude, he is the Ric Flair of killing Wendigo. <laughs> Man. Woo! No, it, it's it, you brought up the tracking thing. It's weird because some of the stuff that I read, they, they either have human feet, they have deer hooves, or if you read the book The Wendigo by Algernon Blackwood, they don't have any feet. How the fuck do you not have feet? And they walk, but they float. I, I don't know. But by the way, it's, they must give off a smell. I don't know. But if you, uh, if you get a chance to read that book or listen to it on like Audible or something, really good. Really, it, and it's quick. It's not a, not a real big book, but it's pretty cool. Hmm. There are. Uh, <laughs> I will give you a heads up. There are some uh, some words in there that wouldn't be used nowadays but it was also written back in the 
the late 1800s, I think, somewhere in that area. So they uh, they use some colorful, descriptive language for people. Huh. But it's it's still a good book for what it is. So anyway, so he uh, – back to the story. So, yeah, he killed 14 Wendigos, and some of them, supposedly ones that were sent to kill his people by rival tribes. <laughs> uh, whatever. Or, or shaman, whichever. By the other one of the, of the Wendigo, mafia. yeah, one of the Wendigo that he that he killed was happened to be his own brother, Peter Flett. It's gonna be a hard one. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, come on, if if you were convinced that your brother was a supernatural monster, wouldn't you just fucking smash his brains in with a, a bow door or something? Uh, <laughs> I would, but we have different relationships with our brothers. You my, first no. My brother, I'd slap the shit out of him first. Be like, knock your shit off. You first have to find out if he's actually really a Wendigo. Yeah. You you do your research. <laughs> Don't tell me that. It depends on the mood. You do your you do your <laughs> stuff. So, on um, early in 1907, two members of the Northwest Mounted Police, weirdos. Damn, damn Mounties. Yeah, that was the from what I was reading. The Northwest Mounted Police is kind of uh, like a predecessor to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. So same kind of difference, but they had the different areas. So you mm. had the Northwest, Northeast, whatever. Okay. So they visited the 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 village where he was. Oh, okay. So they, uh, I, yeah, I know. I they were <laughs> so they were came to the the village where he was. And they were trying to introduce Canadian law to the First Nations people. After hearing about the exploits of Jack and his brother, that he hadn't killed Joseph. Who the hell is Joseph? Hold on one second. Um, oh, his brother that he hadn't killed, Joseph. So he's got two. He's got more than one brother, but he killed Peter, oh. not Joseph. Oh. Okay. So killed one didn't kill the other okay all right so he hadn't killed joseph hey what's up everybody this is joey galvez i want to tell you guys a little bit about the department of metahuman affairs this one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick two felons a failed actor from broadway and a reprogrammed cyborg but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Wow, okay, so then there's this funny story. Huh. He also killed his Joseph's daughter in law. Yep. Because Spoiler alert, she was the one to go to. I think somebody just wanted to get somebody. I'm pretty out of sure marriage. this guy was just like, Hey, you know, uh if I say that they're a Wendigo, I can kill him and get away with it. Sound good? Yeah. That's yeah. our story. <laughs> so so both of them were captured. They were held in the Norway house in Manitoba to await trial. Papers across the country uh, arrest, uh, picked up the story of the elderly brothers and claimed they were devil worshippers. Because, of course, of they course. were. Yeah. 
because anything that you know could potentially be a mental illness is obviously devil worship in the early 1900s you know so but hold on this kind of begs the, the thing of really was he really the devil worshiper or was he really a skinwalker I think he was a serial killer <laughs> Or he was a skinwalker. Honestly, I would put this guy right around the same place as um, what's his nuts from the yeah, but, uh, from the Salem witch trials. The one that's just like, oh no, he's just a witch killer. That guy, just he's a dick. I'm saying he was a skinwalker. Why would he be a sin? Uh, why would he be a skinwalker? No, dude, I'm pretty sure I would. He was a shaman, dude. Doesn't matter. I would still put it closer to serial killer. Yeah, but no, no, no. If you if you look at it, did he ever transform? Well, no, doesn't no, say he, he did. He did because he didn't. If he but had, I would have put that, that in the notes. But no, no, no. Listen, he was a shaman. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, he went to their side by killing his relatives. Mm. You can make the argument for it, but I that wouldn't. was one of the things that has to make sure you, you could you can make the argument for it, but I don't think it'd stand up in court. Uh, I don't know, man. Pretty sure he was just an asshole. So, on September thirtieth. Jack pulled a fast one and escaped during the a walk outside and turned himself into a human wind chime. See? <laughs> Skinwalker. No, no, no. He turned himself into a wind chime. Finished reading that paragraph. <laughs> Joseph still went to trial despite testimony from other villagers claiming they had no idea of his newfangled Canadian law against killing people for supposedly being a cannibal monster. Jack was pardoned for his crimes in 1909. He became a free man three days after he had already been executed. <laughs> Good timing, right? Yeah, they pardoned him three days after he, after he was executed. You're dead, but you're not guilty. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. Huh. Enjoy your... In the, oh, okay. <laughs> In the aftermath of everything, Jack's son, Robert, who was the acting chief, signed a treaty with the Canadian government, and most of the tribe left in la- the land they had been on for generations moved to Sandy Lake. Which I have no friggin' clue where that is. Me either. In my research, I couldn't find any of it about where so, it exactly is, but... I see you have another one here. You want to tell us about oh, that Oh, I'm going to take that one myself, because that so, one made me fucking angry. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was that's kind of. Uh, you got anything else with the skinwalkers? Um. Yeah. Well, I'm all gonna right. tell you because since you covered some like stuff in there, like Hell stories yes. of how to like you know killing them and all that good stuff. Oh yeah, I haven't even gotten how to kill them yet. But go ahead, because oh, yours well, is cooler. Yeah. Because so, mine doesn't make any goddamn sense. So we covered how to tell what, who was a skinwalker. You know what they looked like and such. Oh no no! I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna see how they how, how you can spot them. Okay, so yeah, we're we're back. Uh, we had to take a quick break. Um, Kevin's gonna take over with some Skinwalker stuff on. I think he said spotting him. Yeah yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Just a little quick little thing, then we'll get back to the the when to go. So how do you spot them in a crowd? You spot them because of their eyes, I guess, because they glow, but also. They yeah, because like an, like they, an animals. So is it like eye shine, or do they like actually yeah, glow? Yeah, yeah, like an eye, like like an animal. Which is weird. That's crazy. Because I mean, human eyes, if you hit them with a flashlight, don't glow. Yeah, and also you can also tell skinwalker because of when they're in animal form. 
they move more stiffly or like unnaturally or strangely. You know, they don't they don't move like a regular animal. So they move like a, they move like a person trying to move yeah. like an animal. Now, yes. Actually, you know, I saw a video. I remember if it was on Facebook or somewhere on YouTube. It was down in Mexico. There's a I think he's some kind of a like a, a vagrant or something like that. Like just outside of Mac- uh, Mexico City who was like raised by dogs, like mm-hmm. wild dogs and shit. Mm. So when he's out walking around, he walks like a dog. And it's creepy because he's like this tall, skinny dude, and he's walking on his hands and feet like a dog. And it's it's like, and he in the video he takes off like running at a full sprint, and it's the weirdest thing I've yeah. ever seen. Huh? It's like it's in the freaking willies. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. <laughs> what um, else got? So that's pretty much it on how they how to kind of spot them. Now, how do you? Is there any way to kill these things if you have to? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's ways to kill them, but we'll we'll get to that after your uh, after your last little encounter. Okay. Yeah, because I, I want because to... there's more there's more encounters. Yeah. With that I mean there there are encounters with uh, with Wendigo or the Skinwalker, but they're not. There's more. Yeah, they're and and it's different. It's a totally yeah. different thing. Um, but. When we get into some of like the encounters with skinwalkers, there are like if we do our, if we ever do a follow up episode on this one, which I think we probably will at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some really crazy skinwalker encounters, but there's one that that really really bothered me uh, with the Wendigos. Um, it was 2008, so it's fairly recent. Um, there was a man attacked and killed on a Greyhound bus in Canada. So we're gonna get into that. Uh, the Wendigo bus attack. On July 30th, 2008, Tim McLean boarded a Greyhound bus on his way home to Manitoba from Alberta. The mu- uh, yeah, the mus- The bus made a stop at a terminal in Erickson, uh, Erickson, Manitoba, where Vince Lee, who for some reason I'm not real sure uh, in my research, said he went on to change his name to Will Baker, but where this man entered the picture. I'm going to call him Vince Lee because that's what his given name was, uh, so we're going to use that for the rest of the story. He was in his 40s. He originally sat at the front of the bus, but after making a, a after getting off the bus at a rest stop, he moved to the back of the bus where uh, McLean was sleeping near the restrooms with uh, near the restroom with his headphones on. Everybody knows that spot. If you've ever been on like a like a school trip or something, you got the that weird bench seat at the way back back by the toilets and stuff. You know, it's the smelly seat. Why did you sit back there? But anyway, um, so. After he got back on the bus and sat down, uh, witnesses saw him, uh, saw Lee produce a large knife from his bag and start stabbing the sleeping and defenseless Tim McLean. Lee stabbed McLean repeatedly in the neck, chest, and face. The driver, after seeing what was going on, stopped the bus on the side of the road to try to get the rest of the passengers to safety. After stabbing McLean repeatedly, Lee decapitated him displayed his severed head to the passengers outside the who were outside the bus through the window. He then proceeded to further uh, further dismember McLean and consume parts of his flesh. There's your Wendigo part of it. After a long standoff, Lee attempted to escape the bus through a broken window. The RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, uh-huh. deployed tasers into him twice before they finally had him give up enough so they could arrest him. Uh, during the trial, Mr. Lee was found to not be criminally responsible for the murder. 
and was sent into a high-security mental facility in Manitoba. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you didn't mishear that. They found him not guilty because of reason of insanity, I'm guessing is what they would use there. So he was put into that uh, high-facility mental... Uh, high, high mental... Fa- Jesus. High-security mental facility. High mental facility. Facility. Um, yeah, the high-security mental facility in Manitoba. He was released May 8th, 2015. He never spent one day in prison. He served only eight years for killing, decapitating, and eating a defenseless sleeping man who was just trying to get home. Find somewhere for that to sit in your brain comfortably. Um, and actually, I'm going to have Kevin come over here because I want to show him something real quickly. Come on over. Come on over. So uh, I got a picture pulled up of, uh, of Mr. McLean. Come here. I want you to see it, please. I'll pass. Oh, dude, it's I've got a before and an after, and uh, the before not bad. You know, it's not bad. He's just a you know normal looking dude hanging out. He's got his uh, he gets a it's an Orange County Choppers hat and a green shirt, and uh, nice. The after pictures are awful. <laughs> um, I've seen some pretty vulgar, disgusting things on the internet before, and this is one of them. So yeah, if you want to look him up, go right ahead. I'm I'm not gonna tell you to. I'm not gonna tell you not to. That's that's your choice to make. But you can definitely find them, and they are not pleasant to look at. The uh, one part, one picture, it's like uh, Mr. Potato Head parts, which is pretty fucked up. But anyway, you got anything else? <laughs> that's uh, <clears throat> yeah. A little strange, but a little well, a little strange doesn't cover it. But yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so let's, let's let's talk about how we uh, how we get rid of these uh, <laughs> how we get rid of these sons of bitches. Yeah, how how we take how we how we uh, how we take them out. We uh, take you know, take them out to the woodshed, you know, and, and get them up for back to the back forty, all that good stuff, whatever you want to call it. So. With the skinwalker, they they can be killed. Let's start off with that. Perfect. They can be killed by a person that knows them. Now, do you have to know them? Or you can't just like see one running across the field and just like smoke. Well, no, no, no. Them you have to know them. You have to know them because you have to know their full name. Oh. So oh. if you know their full name, human name, you know, they, they you can you can you can you know get them like that. Another way, they can be shot in the neck with a bullet that's dipped in white ash, and you know that's 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 two of the ways. But the, back to the the name. So once they said their name is said, guess what? Three days later, no more skinwalker. Why three days? Why isn't it instant? You know. Listen, they have to. It's the shock, the ah, and then boom. I mean, a bullet seems quicker. I know, you know, I know, you know, it's just how it goes. You know, it's kind of weird. But, oh, I, I did forget some stuff. Oh, with, yeah, go ahead. With regards to this. Yeah. So, that to cover more about, you know, the, the skinwalkers, what they are said to do. They are renowned to do, or I should say what they do, is they use human bones or, or hair 
to cause harm to others. So basically, it's voodoo. Oh, is this uh, like corpse powder? Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, like, it's the voodoo stuff. Yeah, because like, it gets in that voodoo. Yeah, they kind of it's like ground up bones and stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah. They use the bones to shoot through a blow dart, which poisons the target. Um, they can also grind the bone into dust and use it into a, to cause paralysis or heart failure. Um, they also use the hair as a like a voodoo like item to cause the per- the person harm. And then, or they can also use the person's belongings, you know, basically that voodoo sense. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and they, they use that corpse pound, you know, the, the corpse dust to poison the victim. We definitely have to do a voodoo episode. I think that'd be excellent. But yeah, that's that's pretty much. I mean, it's pretty much yeah. That's that's they're kind of they're not really. I mean, it's just hey, I know your name. Guess what? Jingle Jangle Hammer Schmidt, you're dead. <laughs> three days is too is too slow, you know. It just doesn't make any sense. Why can't you just, you know, put like a stick in their eye or something? And I don't know. It's a slow death, I guess. It's miserable. Well, okay, so I, I did find a way to kill a Wendigo. Oh you, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have it in my research, but I just found it real quick looking. So basically, if you were to just wound it, they can regenerate. I mean, these things are in like they've got all the all of the cool stuff. the uh, The trick is to employ silver bullets, of course, because you know silver bullets kill everything, or uh-huh. a pure silver bullet or stake, and stake it right through the ice cold heart. After you've damn after wounding the heart, you have to take care of it by shattering it into pieces and locking the shattered heart in a silver box and burying it in a church cemetery. There's another way to do it is you can just kind of kill it that same way and dismember it and bury everything in. Uh, you have to dismember it with a silver plated axe. Mm-hmm. You have to salt and burn the body and scatter the ashes to the wind. Or after you dismember it with that silver axe, you can bury that son bitch in different spots. As long as it's buried far enough apart, you know, all of its bits, it can't come back. <laughs> You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. And here's the thing. If you skip a step in any of that, they can resurrect themselves and come hunt your ass down. Huh. Yeah. So, like I said, if, if this thing was a supervillain, it's just you're going to need, you know, all the Avengers. All? Ooh. All of them. Damn. Yeah. I mean, what's Iron Man going to do? Make fucking snarky jokes? Probably. Be a prick? That's about it. Okay. Hulk's gonna snap him around like a wet towel, but that's not gonna do anything. Hulk smash. Exactly. So what else you got? Anything else? No, that's pretty much okay, it. Yeah, worry about. It. So, here's a question for you: When was the first time you had heard about a skinwalker? Any idea? Um, I just heard Skinwalker Ranch, and then I heard something else. Um, so it's kind of a recent thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the same, same with the, with me with the Wendigo. It's been, I don't know, first time I heard about it was probably four or five years ago. But they've been popping up in everything in the last mm. last ten years or whatever. They were on Supernatural. They were in uh, Until Dawn. I guess, I, I haven't watched it, but I guess there's one in Hannibal. I have no idea. Hannibal the show? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. I've never seen the show, so I wouldn't really know. Me neither. Um but like skinwalkers and stuff, I've I, I listen to podcasts constantly at work, 
hopefully nobody at work I work with listens to this because I'd probably get in trouble. But it seems like um, these are two topics that uh, most of the shows that I listen to cover at some point in time or another. Um, I know la- uh, last podcast on the left did a pretty good one with uh, with skinwalkers and stuff. And uh, Blurry Photos did an awesome Wendigo episode. But, yeah, I mean, it's something that you can find other people that have definitely covered it better than what we just did, <laughs> you know. Yeah. This is our second episode. We're not really... We don't have our feet wet yet, but we'll get there. Um, so anyway, uh, cage match. Who wins this thing? Who's going home with the strap? Wendigo or the Skinwalker? You got to compare those, you know. That's the problem. Uh, I, I I think that uh, it all depends what size of the Wendigo. But here's the thing. Skinwalker, it looks at it. It becomes it. Yeah, but what happens or, when, uh, when... Or it turns it. What happens when it can't make eye contact through that blizzard that a Wendigo can start? They got weather control, son. Yeah, but it can, can turn into whatever it wants, any type of animal, so you wouldn't really know. It matter, locked in a cage, it's still going to eat it. Well, you know, reigning defending champ, I think. I guess so. You know. Winner, 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 chicken dinner. That's right. I think the Wendigo wins it. Yeah, yeah. Wendigo so. wins. Unanimous victory. Flawless victory. <laughs> so you, uh, you have any ideas for what we're going to do next? Uh, no, but I think uh, I think we'll let everybody know. Yeah, because hopefully by the time you hear this, we'll have the the Facebook page up and running. Yeah, we've got the uh, got a Gmail account, uh, darkwindowspod at gmail dot com. You guys can get a hold of us on there. And we got an Instagram. We have an Instagram as well. No, you know? not an Instagram. I know, same difference. An Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you guys can get a hold of us there too. Uh, hopefully, Facebook if that thing will work. And we also have a uh, we have a Discord page. What? Yeah. Since when? We have a Discord site, a chat site. Sorry. I didn't know that. That's awesome. You liar! <laughs> He's such a liar. I'm just trying to make an interesting show. Um, it's called Dark Windows. So, you know, if we go to uh, do a podcast, we're gonna start it up. We'll let you know. Yeah. And I mean, when we're finished, we'll let you know we're there too. Right now, it's pretty much just been three people talking about video games and stuff, but that's totally fine. Jump on there and talk about whatever. We're game. We'll talk yeah. about anything. I can formulate an opinion on pretty much anything, even without knowing anything about it. Yeah, you just have to, you know, you know, get on. We'll uh, we'll do whatever. We'll put you in. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it's. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So that's uh, that. That's uh, that wraps it up for uh, this episode. I of, guess so. Of Dark Windows. Yeah. Uh, I hope you all like the the podcast. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, oh, the uh, show, or should say the show. Yeah. Hopefully, to, to uh, hopefully episode. we get picked up for another episode if the uh, the hosts and uh, producer and director and editor and all those guys want to keep us around. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty much I, us. I, so I hope so too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you uh, like what you hear and hopefully the studio please, doesn't uh, close down, please like the the podcast, rate, review, and subscribe wherever rate, we review, put this subscribe. thing. Yep. You know, wherever you're hearing it through. And, uh, and you know, you can say whatever you want. You can be like, you know, these guys suck. They don't know what they're talking about. They're a bunch of assholes. Just give us five stars. That's all that matters. That's all they look at. They don't read the reviews, <laughs> you know, just, you know, we we like criticism too. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you want, you can hop on that, uh, hop on the Gmail, you know, and uh, shoot us an email if you have any suggestions or you know anything like that for an episode. We're more than willing to try to figure out something, you know. 
because I think we're definitely going to do some, uh, was it haunted hospitals at some point? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of doing that. So, but yeah, I guess we're all set, you know? So all right. have a good one. Bye.